to another episode of the Unwound Music and Life Podcast brought to you by JL Wyatt Properties. I am Jared Evans and with me as always is my beautiful queen, Tara. Hello everyone. Hey, thank you for coming to get Unwound with us. Our intro music this episode is Heartbreak Tonight by Daniel Holmes. We interviewed Daniel and his band at the Boots for Troops concert in the Country Music Festival. It was great talking to him and I'm excited to share the interview with our listeners later in the show. Tara, I can't believe it's already November. Uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas are right around the corner, and we, you know, we're already talking about um, how early we want to get holiday decorations up. Yeah, I mean, okay, as I think I've said this before, last year, you know, I am a little bah humbug when it comes to Christmas and you know all that kind of stuff. But I'm gonna try this year. I don't know if much has changed, but I'm gonna try. Try to decorate a little early, but I am one of those people that Thanksgiving comes first. Yes, you I have mean, to respect Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, we might, yeah, start putting some decorations up a little early, but to me, Thanksgiving comes first. But um, I'm going to try to be more in the in the Christmas mood this year. Try. Well, I know, I know you've said that in the past <laughs> about being bah humbug, but you know, I have enough Christmas cheer for the both both of us. I guess you do. <laughs> yes. I love this time of year. I really, really do. Yeah, and, uh, I guess because all the all the stress is put on me for it, huh? No, nah, not always, but, but you do you do a lot of it, and yeah, I appreciate it. It doesn't yeah. go unnoticed or unappreciated. Oh, uh, but you know, last year we kind of talked about our our favorite foods at Thanksgiving. Right. So, what about how about you tell me what are your top three mm. Thanksgiving pies? Well, it, there, there's really a a one. I have oh, one, a one, a top one, and then in two, but it, they're distant two. But uh, it's definitely pecan pie, hands down. I could just, I could, I could destroy some pecan pie. My distant second is probably pumpkin. And actually, when I was a kid, I liked pumpkin pie better than pecan, but I just didn't know the greatness that was out there. <laughs> um, and then, and then a, th- a third after that would probably be chocolate. But I've got to tell you, Tara, I didn't, I didn't even realize how big of a deal Thanksgiving pies were until I came into your family. And uh, that, y'all take it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. Those are like, bakery level good they're so good and how many kinds of pies do we typically have at your family's thanksgiving i mean there's pecan pumpkin chocolate lemon meringue there's even um, orange or, an orange pie. No, pineapple pineapple there's pineapple there might be an orange coconut I don't know. coconut banana yeah app yeah you it's name crazy it. you name it it's there all right so i'm gonna give you my three but i'm gonna do my least favorite to my favorite wait my top three, but my number one is going to be the last one that I say. So number three, I would say, is apple. I do love apple pie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Number two is going to be banana cream pie. I knew that one. Okay. And then my ultimate favorite, number one, is coconut cream pie. Yep. Yes. Those are the ones. Like, I'll go hide it. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go cut a slice and hide it so that I at least get a, a piece of that pie. I, that is funny. At... at, at- the um good night woods uh your your family's thanksgiving like people i mean it gets tense in there people want to make sure that their favorite is saved for them and they yeah. don't if yeah it gets it gets a little tense so and if you put you know if you put leftovers aside you got to write your name on it <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently i i think writing your name on it should be illegal but 
But yeah, that that has that has happened too. Well, Altera, there there is a new song from Hayden Haddock that we want to talk about, and I want to discuss Jared Morris, which is an artist that I'm really hooked on right now. But I have to ask you, um, what is playing right now on repeat in your car? Well, I don't think it's going to be any surprise. Um, <laughs> Especially since his new album was released not too long ago, but I'm still hooked and I can't help it. I'm still hooked on Sam Riggs and his song, I Don't Listen to the Radio Anymore. I'm still hooked. It is on repeat, nonstop. Yeah, I'll play some songs in between there, um, but it's my go-to and it has been it has been for a while. I don't know. I just it's a good. I don't even know if I so good. I I don't even think it's my favorite song on that album though. Whatever, I don't care. It's fine. Well, um, I think you know Avery's sitting here with us. Um, I'd like to ask Avery what what does she like to have on repeat right now these days? Um. Well, I have liked listening to "Beneath the Pines" by Hayden Baker. Oh, okay, that is a good song. Why do you like that one? Um, because well, on mom's side, there's a farm by Sam Rayburn Lake and it just talks about Hayden Baker's like grandpa and it's just how kind of my great grandpa started the farm. So it's just kind of relatable. Yeah, you both both sides of your grandparents are from either East Texas Pines cuz Mimi and Poppy live up in East Texas too on on my side of the family. So yeah, you you definitely can relate and so I I love that that song means so much to you from that. That's awesome. Um, could we maybe play a clip? Yeah, let's play a clip of Beneath the Pines by Hayden Baker. Beneath the Pines You can fly in the city Go up as far as you want to go There ain't something calling you back This damn sure wasn't your home Cause when I set out under these Texas stars That is Beneath the Pines by Hayden Baker. That's on his full-length album. Go check that out. That is a good song. It is. And I love that she loves that song. And we and we love it, too. But let's also talk about the new Hayden Haddock song, Wind It Down. Yeah, it's another great, like, fun honky-tonk song from Hayden. He's really, really good at those fun honky-tonk songs. And this this one is co-written and produced by the one and only Trent Wellman. Um, it's no surprise that I like it. Or because, <laughs> right? Uh, it just, Anything that he produces, we love. It just seems to be that way. But it's just a good tune about winding down with your buddies on a regular basis at the same honky-tonk. And, you know, I guess the one, I can relate to it a little bit in college, but it reminds me a little bit of in Wichita where we always went to Mulligan's Pub with our, with our friends there and, like, on a regular basis and... So I, I can really relate to it. And um, so let's play a clip of Wind It Down by Hayden Haddock. Wind 
Yeah, that is Wind It Down by Hayden Haddock. Go check that one out. Terry, I also want to talk about Jared Morris. He is a West Texas guy, and he's he's worked with Lloyd Maines, who who helped Pat Green get started. And obviously, his his daughter, Natalie Maines, is of Dixie Chips. Dixie, Dixie Chips. <laughs> Dixie Chicks fame. <laughs> um, he's kind of a, a musical guru and kind of a legend in Texas on the produ- producing side. And, but anyway, I've been really digging Jared Morris lately. I've been d- diving into his music. And one of my favorite things about Jared Morris is the variety in sound from song to song. He has some songs that are that are very honky tonk, and he has some that are quite contemporary. But he has a unique sound. I love his lyrics. Um, I'm gonna play clips from a couple songs of his. The first one I'm gonna play is Red Bandana. This is from his full length album called East of West. This is Jared Morris. The next one that I want to play is his latest single released. It is called When You're Coming Down. This is When You're Coming Down from Jared Morris. They say I dress a little funny Cause I don't really wear boots I only wear them when I'm working And my feet are always hurting Plus I know you like my tennis shoes I wear my hair a little longer I know you like me clean shaved but if you love me cause I'm punchy Then you're gonna have to love me When I get a little rowdy on a weekday I'm gonna ride my pony Till the cows come home I'm gonna sing my song on the radio I'm gonna As you can see, those are two pretty different sounds uh, between those two songs. But I really enjoy his music. Um, he has a great first name, too, and he actually spells it the same way I do, which is unique because there are a hundred different ways to spell my name. But, yeah, check out Jared Morris. Uh, I'm, I'm really digging him right now. All right. Now let's get to the Daniel Holmes interview. Um, as you said, we interviewed him at the Boots for Troops concert in the country and um you know we haven't interviewed daniel holmes before and we've been really excited because you know he he is the one that that you know kind of talking to him was the one that kind of sparked our interest in in doing the podcast and so we've been really pumped about interviewing him so let's get to that and this is daniel holmes all right this is jared and tara with the unwound music and life podcast we are here at the boots for troops 
Concert in the Country Music Festival, headlined by Pat Green, but we are here with Daniel Holmes. Uh, Daniel, how's it going, my man? Howdy, folks. It's going good. Man, we had a, we had an awesome set. This has turned out to be an amazing event. There are lots of folks here supporting our troops, and it's a blessing to be part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. We were here last year. So this is our second year here, and um, we, we look forward to it every year. So, Daniel, I know it's been a, it's been a, a long but good year for you, uh, for your career. Um, we talked to you a long time ago when it was before your first single had come out, come out and that's kind of when we met. And, um, man, you've been cranking it out lately. I got your EP going. So kind of tell us how the year has gone and tell us uh, what you got coming up next. And so whenever we met, um, I was just getting things rolling. I really knew that I was kind of at a standstill in uh, my career, and I was like, man, we got to do something. So at that time, I was like, all right, well, we're going to release, you know, release an eight-track record and push it as we can and, you know, see what's going to happen. So we, we had plans to release it in April of 2019. Um, and then, of course, the pandemic hit. And so we couldn't go into the studio as much as we wanted to. So we ended up having to cut it back and just release a single. So we released Drive. Uh, Drive did phenomenal. It pushed all the way up to number 19 on the charts. Um, and then shortly after that, you know, I was like, man, we got to release something else to keep this momentum going. So then we dropped Fairytale. And Fairytale chased Drive and ended up passing up Drive. Um, and it put us, uh, I think we went to number 19 with uh, Drive and number nine on the Texas Music Pickers uh, charts for Fairytale. And I was like, all right, let's get this new record finished and let's get it released. So we actually released the full eight track record uh, with Drive and Fairytale on there. And then after that, it just kind of started gradually climbing uh, what I call the trickle effect. Um, and then you know, I got finally got the guys that I needed to put us on the road and play these shows with, you know, with good quality music, good quality musicians, um, and got a brand new van, brand new trailer, and now from front to back, we are decked out for anything and everything that might be put in our way. Now, we're in very much debt, but <laughs> um, but it's definitely worth it. I got a I got a good crew. Um, you know, we have Gabe Carreros, our lead guitar player. Josh Benavidez is on bass guitar. Jake Smith on drums. Um, our tour manager, Cody Richards. Uh, you know, our stage crew, Cody Savage. I mean, we, we got a good crew that's willing to work and willing to do what we need to do to get on the road. So we put it all together and we decided we we're going to do this thing full time. And here we are. Um, now we actually signed with Green Entertainment out of Nashville. Um, and they're pushing us out of state. You know, we're doing some different Nashville runs. Uh, we got some pretty big shows coming up. We have a show with Aaron Watson coming up, another one with Casey Donahue. Um, things are going great. And I mean, I owe all the glory to God. Um, and of course my wife, man, she, she's at home with our four month old baby and she is my number one support. She's my rock. And without those things, without a good band, God and my wife, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Well, congratulations to the new baby and also congratulations on getting signed. That's absolutely so amazing. Um, and yeah, when we first saw you, you know, we haven't really, I think we mentioned this story uh, at the beginning of when we created the podcast, but you are 
one of the reasons why we came up with this. When we met you, I would say it was March 2020. Um, we met you in Pearland, and um, you were playing, and you know we knew that you uh, played Texas music, and so we're like, yeah, let's go, let's go up there. And um, the very first song you sang, I was, I looked at Jared, and I was like, who the heck is this? Heartbreak tonight. Heartbreak yeah, I remember tonight. It. Yeah. And you know, and I didn't catch the name of it when you sang it, but I knew I instantly loved it. And um, and so when you took a break, I was like, call him over here. We got to talk to him. And we just sit, we sat, we chit chatted with you, and um, we got to experience yeah, a, an awesome cake. The awesome cake, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a couple of birthdays going on that, that cake, night too. And, that, um, the cake in that birthday party was uh, classic. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely one to go check out. And um, so you know, you went and played some more. You came back and talked to us, and I was like, man, that was so cool getting to know him, and you know, really dig his music and. I guess a couple of weeks later, you know, we kind of, I was thinking, wow, it'd be really neat to, to be able to talk to artists and talk about music. We love music. And so that's how we kind of came up with, with Unwound. So thanks to you, Daniel. Well, <laughs> you helped us be a with part our, of it. With Man, our was, hobby and something that we both love to do. So. That was, that was a, a very memorable night for me, um, just because when you all approached me, I mean, that was kind of the start where people were actually appreciating, you know, the raw talent that goes into songwriting um, and all the songs on the record you know I've written from life experiences and the fact that y'all picked that up and y'all fell in love with it and then started unwound music yeah. and life on top of that because of that and then y'all are doing great things I mean we we, we support y'all 100% and we appreciate everything y'all do and all the love y'all give us I mean and all the other artists you know Trent Cowie's out here killing it as well and y'all I mean, y'all get him on your podcast, I mean, and multiple other artists. And so what y'all are doing is much appreciated from the music industry. Well, I appreciate you. it. And, you know, like I said, that um, heartbreak tonight definitely caught my attention. So when did you come up with that song? Was that before or after Fairy Tales and Drive or? Um, so honestly, I held on to Drive. I wrote Drive in 2015. Oh, wow. Um, and what it started as is nothing what it sounds like now, of course. Um, and then I, don't, I think Fairy Tale was the newest one I wrote. Heartbreak Tonight, um, I actually wrote about a friend of mine that was going through a situation. And she kind of always came to me uh, and confided in me and took my advice, if you will, um, as to what next steps she should take in life experiences. And she came to me and she goes, look, I've been dating this guy for years and years and years. And I think we're at the point to where we just don't talk anymore. We don't, you know, and we're both at the point where we understand that this is not going anywhere. And I just don't know if I want to be his heartbreak. And I was like, I think there's a song in there, Yeah. you know? And I was like, all right, well, let me sit on this for a little bit. Well, they ended up splitting up and I wrote a song based on the story she told me I painted the picture of her exact scenario um, you know where she told me that her family back home said that you know they would always make it at, you know that they would get through the hard times well then at the same time his friends were saying dude she's crazy you need to run and <laughs> and so I, I took all that into consideration and uh, heartbreak tonight was created uh, it took me about two or three days and I finally got it fixed and then we hit the studio and what was crazy about it was all I had was just the acoustic music that I had, you know, written and recorded on my phone. And I had the 
the sound and the thoughts in my head of what I wanted it to sound like. Um, and then we went to Stormy Cooper Media, um, and they treated us like royalty in there, man. That was a great experience. I told them what I wanted, and in a matter of three days, we pumped out Heartbreak Tonight, and it is my all-time favorite song on the record. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's ours, also, too. It's a fan favorite, for sure. Well, and you know, after we met you that night and we heard fairy tale we heard drive and i'm like jared that's not that song yeah. that's not that song yeah. and then when you released uh when you released it i instantly knew and i was like oh my god there it is it's finally here <laughs> and what's crazy is is a lot of people hearing it acoustic didn't think it was going to be you know still guitar driven or you know i had a lot of people say man you need to have a fiddle in there and so then i you know kind of pieced in a fiddle and i I mean, I'll never forget it because I told him in the studio, I was like, I want it to sound like do, 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 do. And first take, boom. The well, steel guitar player was on point and nailed it. And yeah, it was, I think the production came out really, really well on that one. And uh, really, all of them on the EP, they're all, they all sound really polished, really. Uh, the production value is really high on all of them. So um, kudos on that. So. Daniel, uh, hey, what's next? Um, I know you got a t you're a songwriter at heart, and so I know you've got a ton of stuff in your back pocket. So, uh, what's up next for Daniel Holmes? Um, man, I'm really excited about our next single. Um, we're actually going to go to Tyler, Texas, and record it at Rosewood. Um, they are pushing some really good stuff out of there as well. Um, Travis Bishop's going to come in and co-produce it. Um, I wrote a song about another life experience and this time it was me uh, when I met my wife our first date was at a co-wetzel concert at the tap in College Station and this was before I knew that she had horrible anxiety and I took her into a little bitty bar with 1300 people in it <laughs> sweating bullets and little did I know that she was like the whole time ready to leave well finally we couldn't have a conversation on our first date and I told her I was like man this band is playing really loud like we should let's get out of here and just drive around or go get ice cream or something and she, instantly she's like let's go so i took that part of my experience and paired it with another part that i experienced at the tap about a buddy of mine had one of those little bait pins and he took a hit of his bait pin and he blew a cloud of smoke out and this girl walked through and it was like strawberry flavored or whatever it was like one of those little girly flavors um and she walked through it, and it's like she caught the smell of it and instantly turned around and got his phone number. And I'm like, how did that just happen, you know? So I included that in it. Um, and basically, I had the hook already ready, but I just didn't know what I was going to do with it or how I was going to write the song. And then once I came across those situations and tap, I was like, all right, this is it. And I wrote a song called Fine as Wine. Oh, great. I love um, the title. That will be the next radio single we release, um, and I'm super stoked about it. I definitely think it's going to be one of the one that's going to, that's really going to blow up. Um, that's good. I'm, I'm excited about it. I really. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, we can't can't wait to hear that one. So that that'll be the a full production, um, and then after that we're going to release another single that I actually wrote with our drummer Jake Smith. We opened for Josh Ward. Uh, at Rowdy's in Spring, Texas. And he was going through a breakup and one of Josh Ward's songs was him and his ex-girlfriend's song. So, of course, you know, Josh played the song and he, Jake got in his feelings, so he started 
shooting Jaeger bombs and fireball and, you know, all that stuff. So we get back to my house, and he's crying on my couch. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, he's crying on my couch, and he was slurring his words and speaking in cursive. And I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? Speaking in cursive. <laughs> I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? He's like, he's like, I just can't stop drinking about her. And I said, thinking about her. He goes, that too. And I was like, wait. Oh, yeah. Drink that's about good. you? I was like, okay, that's going to work out. Because if you're going through a hard breakup, what's the first thing you do? Man, you buy a handle of the jack and you deal with it. So, therefore, you're Seven. drinking about that person. So, when that happens, do you have to stop everything you're doing and start right, putting stuff on paper right then and there? Or at least Absolutely. the title or the thought? The title or the thought. So, my writing basically starts with the hook that pops in my head, and I'll put that in my notes. Now, with that hook, I think of a, either a scenario that I've lived or a scenario that could be possible, and I paint a picture from the hook. Yeah. So, of course, when Fine as Wine came around, I thought to myself, okay, fine as wine. We're obviously going to be talking about a girl, you know. Um, and just like wine, as it ages, it gets more fine, just like you know, just like a woman. So I put that all together and painted the picture with, you know, what I had experienced. And then when Drink About You came about, it's actually not one that I've ever experienced. But I painted that picture as to how can this song title turn into a song. And I thought to myself, I'm like, okay. High school sweethearts, boom. He was a football quarterback. She was a cheerleader. They fell in love. They got a house on the outskirts of town, you know. Um, as they grew older, he started drinking heavily. She didn't want any part of that, so she left him. Well, now all he can do is drink about her. Every time he goes out, he drinks about her, you know. Um, the second verse comes in, and this is years down the road, and he runs into her at a local bar. And my favorite line in this song um, and it was actually one that Jake put in the song because uh, he was the co-writer on it is it says Friday night you know I'm going into town for a couple drinks with my friends just as I knew it you walked in uh, you caught my eyes I caught your stare so he, he says he orders up a round and he swallows his pride as he shot it down Love that. Oh, so like that. you're not only swallowing the shot, but you're swallowing the pride. So Love it's kind of it. like a play on words, man. And Jake, yeah. Jake said that that line, and I was like, oh, that is phenomenal. Like, and he's not a songwriter. I he was just it. in his feelings. He you is know? now. And it's just. Uh, well, and I love that you say how, you know, you put your life experiences because I think it, you know, definitely gives you the emotions and, you know, even helps you perform, right? Like, you know, that's Absolutely. what makes you a better performer is when you're able to put your emotions in it. And Absolutely. So, um, uh, man, that's really cool to hear that. Yeah, I love I love hearing the stories behind the, the songs and and how they came about. Yeah, and obviously I love songs that tell stories, and so yes. um, that's one of our favorite things about you is you can always man you you have the blank canvas and the, you're painting it for the listener. But what's cool about that though is the listener they might paint based on that story, and it might look a little different than what the artist actually intended. But that's what's so cool about it, because it, it. But it's still, it, when you can see the painting after a song, that's what's or during a song, that's what's really cool. My favorite is whenever the person, the listener, rather, when they're listening to a song that you wrote and they see that painting and it touches them so much that their teardrops are now on that painting. Whenever you touch a person with a song, that is what makes a songwriter's whole world. Absolutely. And yeah, hundred um, percent. 
Dear Mama is on the record. And that is, you know, a life experience for me. And that right now is probably the one that touches the most people. Um, and I have people come to me all the time. Oh, you're Daniel Holmes. You have the Dear Mama song. How did you write that? And so, you know, I kind of give them the, the spill on it and everything. Um, and they tell me, like, I have not been the same since listening to that. Whether it be, and what I love about it is when I wrote it, from my experience, it might affect somebody else differently. You know, like I wrote mine about my childhood and, my, you know, my mom being gone. Whereas somebody might have lost their mother to cancer or something and they, they could take it their own way and it affects them completely different than it affected me. And then they express that feeling to me and say, hey, this song did this to me and this to me. I'm just completely blown away that people are actually taking the time to listen to the words and making their own, um, you know, thought process as to how it affects them. And it's completely different than mine. And that, to me, the transparency of the song to the different listeners is is, is crazy. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for coming by. Um, and thank you for playing. I mean, I know... Um, uh, everybody I've ever talked to that's played at this event, um, it, it hits it's special to them because of the cause. So thank you and to you and your band for uh, for doing this today. Absolutely. Um, to, like you said, it's a wonderful cause. It's a great organization, and um, we're really uh, proud to be a part of it, just as, as you are. And um, just know we're pulling for you, and uh, good luck moving down the road. And we can't wait to play yeah, clips of your new stuff coming out on the on the show. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun, and I'm glad that you know y'all are here. We're all here supporting our troops. Um, I'm glad y'all called me over, and I was excited whenever you, you know you messaged me and was like, "Hey, we want to do a podcast after the show," and I was like, "Yes," Good because deal. I, you know before y'all even started it, you know we yeah. we had that yeah, conversation. Yeah, we we had been trying and just schedule. You know we couldn't ever really uh, get on the same date and time, and so well, our first one was in during the pandemic, so yeah. we had to do it over Zoom. You know. Yeah. And, it's so good to be face to face with you yes, all right now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, Daniel, thank you so much. Appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. I appreciate y'all having me out. I look forward to uh, the next one. All right. There you go. That's our interview with Daniel Holmes. And just like we did the first time we met him, really enjoyed talking to him and uh, hearing what he had to say. Yeah, he's uh, he, he was great talking to him. I loved how driven he is um he just seems like very very focused on his career and i loved how he talked a little bit about having, having to balance um his new family you know he has a wife and a and a what i forget how young the baby is but a baby oh yeah um, and so trying to juggle um, i don't think she's five months right maybe. trying to juggle the career and the new family um i'm sure is hard but uh, i loved hearing him talk about that and that challenge and um and i loved how much uh, he he is enjoying his band. I think it took him a while to get his band where he wanted it. And um, so I loved hearing him talk about that. Yes, you can absolutely tell he loves his band. And, you know, it's something we did a little differently this time. You know, we interviewed Daniel one-on-one, but then after the interview, we were able to interview uh, his other three band members. And so that was pretty cool. We got a, you know, we have a second segment coming with the interview with uh, the rest of Daniel's guys. And um, so tell everybody when we'll play that one. Yeah, so we're going to have kind of part two 
um, of this interview, and that part will be with the, the the members of the Daniel Holmes band, and so we'll release that uh, next week. So stay tuned for that, and um, we'll just kind of divide it up into two because it's really good content, but it just got a little long for one episode. But um, but we're looking forward to that, so keep an eye out. Um, so I really enjoyed. You know, we we were trying to get we were we've been trying to interview Daniel since we started doing the podcast and we just kind of played phone tag a little bit. And so it was really good to get to talk to him. I just want to uh, thank him and his band for spending time with us that day. Um, we always love the boots for troops, but boots for troops festival. It's a great event. And so um, we had a great time and can't wait to do the next one. Um, I also do want to mention an event here in Pearland, which is where we are based. It's hosted by our sponsors at JOY properties. They're hosting an event at Valentin's Brewery in Pearland on the 6th. Uh, they'll have live music from our good friend, Matt Deaton. Um, he's a great, great artist, so come check him out. Come have a good time and meet the great people at J.L. Wyatt. If you are buying or selling a home, contact them today by visiting jlwyatt.com or on Facebook, search J.L. Wyatt Properties. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on the socials. Tara, where can they find us? You can visit us at unwoundlife.com. And there are links to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. There's a link to follow our Spotify and Apple Music playlist. Thank everyone for listening. This is Jared and Tara closing our tab. Walk away.